Hi, I'm Atif Saeed, CEO of City of Philadelphia Department of Aviation, and you are listening to Taking Off with PHL, where we take you behind the scenes of the Philadelphia International Airport and the Northeast Philadelphia Airport. Joining me now is Howard Cooper, owner and founder of Tailwinds Flight School located at PNE. With more than 25 years of experience as an educator, Howard brings a passion for teaching to the aviation industry. For those of you who don't know, Tailwinds is a small flight school with airplanes, a state-of-the-art flight simulator, and a group of amazing flight instructors who love to teach people to fly. Howard, I'm thrilled to have you joining us on Taking Off with PHL, and I can't wait to share your story with our listeners. Welcome. Thank you, Adif. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, as always, I'm excited to talk about aviation and flying. I'm so glad that you and I have had a chance to meet in the past, and I'm looking forward to working with you and having this uh, important discussion. Excellent. It's, it's, it really is a great opportunity for us to have this conversation, reflecting back on our previous meeting. I think there's just such rich conversation we could have here that we so so much benefit to so many people. So thanks again for joining us. Sure. Howard, let's start, uh, uh, first of all, with you. You've got an incredible story uh, that leads up to you opening Tailwinds. Do you mind sharing with our listeners uh, your journey to this point? Sure. It's, it's a little bit atypical, I guess, for aviation, but lots of people come to flying from, from different places. I did not grow up in an aviation family, no pilots in the family. I had this passion for anything that flew from the time I was a child. I built model airplanes. I was always looking up to the sky to imagining what it would be like to fly airplanes. But from a career, I really came from a different path. My own background came actually within the Jewish community. I was an educator in the Jewish community for many years. This is where I felt comfortable. I had a strong background in it from a Jewish home. I was a teacher and administrator. I ran summer camps and I really had a passion for, for the work at that time. But after many years, uh, more than 20 years in that uh, field and with the degrees and I have a master's degree in education, I kind of got bored and I kind of burned out after a bit. My wife at, the, at that time, when, when, when I was in that transition, she said to me, you know, you've always talked about flying. You've always said you wanted to get your pilot's license. Why don't you go do it? And so that was about 15 years ago. And I did. And I got my private pilot certificate and the typical sort of progression and instrument rating, commercial uh, certificate, and finally my flight instructor certificate. And when I started training to become a flight instructor, it was an, sort of an interesting experience. I have a lot of background in, as a teacher. And for some of my training, I kind of go through a lesson and say, you know, I wouldn't do it like that. I don't think that's really a great way necessarily to, to teach someone that skill. And I kept thinking about that. And, you know, after uh, I completed the training and tests and all that, and I was out on my own, I brought sort of my experience as a teacher to into the airplane. And, and so I have a love of teaching. I had a love of aviation. It seemed like a really good combination. I've been an instructor since uh, 2016, so almost seven years, and uh, been enjoying it every minute of it. I worked in a flight school not far from here for a bit, but then I decided to strike out on my own. So about five years ago, I, I rented an office, took my little Cessna, 172 and and started tailwind so that, that's that's sort of how i got here 
That's such an interesting journey. And to me, as, as somebody listening to that story, Howard, what really stands out is a lot of passion and a lot of values uh, and a lot of dots connecting that perhaps didn't make sense at, at the moment. Uh, but between your, your faith-based uh, uh, you know, professional experience and now passion for aviation, and that just pivots into my next question. I know that you're partnering with Philadelphia Department of Education with a very unique aviation program. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Because I think it really highlights some of those values for us. For all the listeners out there in Philadelphia, you may not know this, but in the school district of Philadelphia, there is an aviation high school. I didn't know this. A lot of my friends from Philadelphia never heard of this, but it's Frankfurt High School on Oxford Avenue uh, up in the Northeast. And about three or four years ago, the principal of the school, Dr. Mike Caldron, sort of just came to me and said, hey, you know, we have this aviation program and we do things like drone training. We prepare our kids for careers in professions that touch aviation, TSA, maybe to work um, with the airlines in some capacity, but they'd never thought of or never done flight training. And he said, could we do that? And that was began the process of pounding out a contract with the school district to make sure everybody was in agreement and on the same page. Unfortunately, in the middle of all that, COVID hit, and that kind of slowed things down for uh, a couple of years at least. But this past September in 2022, we had our first cohort of three uh, young men from that school who started their private pilot training. It's been, I, I'm sure it was a transformative, it's been a transformative experience for these three kids, but for, for me as well, it's been an incredible journey, an incredible experience. One of the students has already completed his private pilot training. He's moving on to the next phase, his instrument training, and he really has his sights set on a career as a professional pilot. One of our other kids went off to the military. Hopefully he'll take his flight training uh, with him. And the third one is about ready. Um, we're, we're in the final stages of getting in ready for the last test, which is known as a, a check ride. He'll be ready for that very, very soon. So we're very proud of these kids. We have five more coming in September. Um, we've gone from two to three and, and, and we'll have more aircraft coming. So we're really trying to grow this program my feeling is if we can do three kids or five kids, we can do 30 kids or 50 kids. I mean, it's just a matter of scale. So this is opening up a tremendous opportunity, I think, for the young people of, of Philadelphia. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And I got to meet with some of them. Am I wrong in assuming that some of the, these kids, unless until this program existed and this interface happened with your operations, that perhaps wouldn't have an opportunity uh, exploring a field like this? Am I wrong in some? some yeah, I, I think I, I'm sure that none of them knew that this was actually a possibility for them. And we had a, a holiday party in December, and I got to meet their parents, and who communicated very clearly to me that this was an amazing opportunity. They had no idea that their kids could be trained to become professional pilots, wherever that takes them, whether it's the airlines, uh, maybe one of the cargo companies in corporate aviation. It, to me, it doesn't matter. If this, is, if this is their passion, if they wanna fly airplanes, they'll find a place to fly airplanes. So that, uh, that makes uh, perfect sense. And yeah, to me, the theme here really is uh, your passion translated into creating something that now allows others to exercise their passion. It's just, just absolutely a phenomenal story. 
from that perspective. I know you're relatively new, so you know you've been at PNE for five years, and I I, I know that you're in the process of becoming a not-for-profit uh, organization. Correct. Can you can you talk a little bit about why this shift in the business model you're pursuing? You know, I, I think there are people who will tell you every aviation company is a nonprofit company, but not not um, from a not from a real tax perspective. It's a it's a tough business, tough to be in aviation. But as I went through this year and watched these young kids, you know, progress and learn to fly our little Cessna aircraft, and we began talking about the future, which included, by the way. Um, the school district applied for a grant from the Federal Aviation Administration and was awarded a, a really nice large grant for this program. So I started sort of adding things up in my head and thinking, you know, at this point in, in my life, at this point in my career, what's going to be the next step? Where do I want to go? And I really felt like working with these young people, providing them with a, a real career opportunity and as you all know, as you should know, there's a huge pilot shortage in, it's global. It's actually just not the United States, all over the world. I just read an article this morning that said something like there will be a, a need for 1.3 million pilots in the next 10 years. I, I think I got that. I mean, it's extraordinary. So this is not training for maybe there'll be a job, maybe there won't be a job. There will be a job for these kids. And so as I started thinking about that, I really felt like I wanted to devote really all my time to that effort. And so talked to my wife and who shares my, my, my passion for this very much. And uh, we decided to change the business model to become a 501c3 nonprofit organization. That will mean there'll be changes, um, but uh, I think that's okay. It's, it's really what I wanna do. The major you know, change is that I, I will give up ownership and will sort of give the ownership to a board of directors who will who will guide and, and, and lead tailwinds in the future. And as I've learned, whatever you think is gonna be the path, it, it always takes a turn. So I'm not sure what, what this will be like. My goal is to get as many kids as we can into the program and let people know that this program exists and look for support uh, within the, the Philadelphia community. And, and, and if it works, to share it with other communities and let them run programs like this too. Yeah, it definitely is a, is a great model that can be replicated uh, once you've got all the framework in place and, and you know, have gone through the process of ensuring that it's sustainable and it works well. It certainly can be scaled in many different communities that would directly benefit from this. So I've heard you say this before, that flying doesn't work if you're not passionate about it. So how do you make sure that when you're picking these pilots, because, you know, you have a relatively small program and somewhere along right. the line, the demand probably will be more than you can you can accommodate. How do you go about ensuring that there's passion among these folks? So this is a partnership with the school. I have I work closely with the principal, and they have a teacher dedicated to aviation. Obviously, they have to express an interest, and not every kid raises up raises their hand and said, "I want to be a pilot." So they have to self-select. They have to have. I think. Uh, a grade point average that demonstrates that they're serious about their studies and they've sustained a good, a good grade point average. Then they have to get through an aptitude test. I wrote the aptitude test based on what the mili uh, military aptitude test. It's rigorous. It's actually pretty challenging. 
And this will demonstrate to us that they have really the academic skills to handle aviation study. If they get through that, then there's an interview process. I meet with every kid. I take him up or her up in the airplane and see how they do. And we, we talk about it. And, you know, I make it very clear that this is a lot of work. It's not just flying an airplane. It's going home. It's reading books, watching video presentations, taking tests. This is all part of it. And I make sure that they're ready to sort of, you know, take on that challenge. After that, if they're still, you know, if all those boxes have been checked and they're they're still passionate about it, we'll, we'll start them in the program. But there is a weeding out, you know, that, that takes place naturally. So this year, after all that, it was they were selected for the, the coming school year, uh, five, five new students. That's great. Yeah, I, uh, I can totally see how having to go through that process would really yield folks that are actually really passionate about, about flying and about the program. So Howard, can you tell us a little bit about your current students and recent graduates? The kids that were in this program were three Latino boys. Their families are first, gen you know, first generation coming to, to the United States. And they've expressed to me how being from that community, entering into aviation has been such a positive, positive journey. I support that completely. This is a part of the community that it served in the Northeast of Philadelphia. We're happy to partner with the community and provide these opportunities. You know, I think for those of us who work in, in professions, maybe who grew up with some opportunities in front of us, it's you know important to remember that there are many, many, many kids who grew up who don't have those opportunities in front of them. I can't fix that for everyone, but for these kids, if they're able to get into this program, I'm really confident we can put them on a, on a very, very positive career path. So I, I feel great about it. The, the kids are amazing to work with. They've been incredibly grateful for this opportunity. They're very much aware of the fact that, you know, the whole school district is really behind them and, and rooting them on. They're just such a pleasure to work with. It's, it's really been a joy for me. I think, I think I wear my instructor hat part of the time and my dad hat you know, the other part of the time. And I've always enjoyed working with, with kids and, and uh, I get as much from it, I'm sure, as they do. We've all heard about the pilot shortage. How does tailwinds play a role in creating a solution to the problem? What I would say is, if you study aviation and look at, uh, at the pilot community, you know that it has gone up and down over the years. For a long time, uh, pilots felt that they were terribly underpaid and sort of, they felt as if the uh, airlines and the people, you know, the uh, groups hiring pilots uh, were sort of taking advantage of their passion for it. They kind of were willing to fly for such a, a low salary. And of course, eventually people started to choose other careers and not go into aviation. That caused the initial shortage and uh, salaries have gone up considerably. And uh, that's great for, for pilots. We are a, a people, a community that love to fly all over the world. There are thousands and thousands of flights all over the world every day. And you need pilots for those airplanes. And as I said earlier, uh, it's a global problem. All over the world, they're looking for pilots. We're doing the best we can to turn them out. But, you know, it is a serious process. Um, there's a lot to learn when you're training to become a pilot. I think people focus on the sort of the physical skills of manipulating an airplane. But that's really only a part of it and a small part of it. 
there's a great deal of knowledge that has to be sort of mastered. And there's an attitude that has to be cultivated. We teach a section of, of training is called ADM, aeronautical decision-making. We teach our students how to make a good decision when they're flying an airplane. And of course that's gonna spill over you know, to the rest of their life. So we teach them how to stay cool in the cockpit and how to handle an emergency and how to make good decisions when they're flying which sometimes mean I'm not going to fly today. That's what we, we say that that no go, that no go decision, maybe one of the most important ones you'll make, you know, maybe for one, for whatever reason, today's not a good day to go flying. So we teach those skills to get them ready to fill this amazing, amazingly large shortage that we're experiencing. And uh, we hope these kids are going to, you know, going to step to the plate and find a place in aviation that's going to work for them. Well, that's incredible uh, work that you're doing, Howard. It's uh, really heartwarming to hear your passion uh, for what you're trying to achieve and the impact that it has. So as you know, uh, Howard, it's really, diversity is a really important value for City of Philadelphia and uh, folks we do business with. And I know that you've got a passion for itself. Talk to us a little bit about how you're integrating diversity within your program and what you aspire to do. So... We are in the Northeast of Philadelphia, which is an amazingly diverse part of the city. The communities that Frankfurt High School is serving, African-American community, Latino community, Asian community, just very large numbers. And these are all communities that are not represented well in aviation currently. And additionally, women are not represented particularly well in the aviation community and pilots, only about 6%. So the kids in that school are a great place for us to draw from. And many of these kids are first-generation Americans and working with, the, with along with the affinity groups. So there are a number of affinity groups out there, Black Pilots of America, Black Aerospace Aviation Professionals, Latino Pilots of America. There, there's so many of you know, these groups and women in aviation is another group. So in working with these groups, and, and we do communicate with these groups, we're hoping to open up this flight training to those communities to make sure that they also have access to the dream of being a, being a pilot. That's all the time we have for today, Howard. Thank you so much for joining me and for all that you're doing for our community. I look forward to our continued partnership and to see all the exciting new things you have in store for Tailwinds. To learn more about Howard and Tailwinds, please visit flytailwinds.com. I am Atif Saeed. Thank you for listening.